Sounds like everybody's talking about space these days. As a matter of fact, we do have a space story coming up a little bit later on the show this morning. It's about a UBC astronomer and the origins of the universe. But when it comes to traveling in space, I think this is still an obsession for so many people. Our Scott Chance is with us now. It's We never stop talking about going out there. I think, yeah, and I love that we never stop talking about it because I think that it um, says something greater about us as a people, like as the human race, right? That we're always on the move? Yeah, that and like that we aspire to something really, really great. You know, like back when we first put man on the moon, I know that it was the United States that did it, but the world watched and took interest in it. And it was this like great achievement for mankind to show that we could set our mind to something and accomplish it. And I love that idea. And people often say, you know, oh, well, we should be spending our money on better things and, you know, what a waste of money to go up into space and stuff. And I totally disagree with that. I think it's so inspiring and so um, exploratory and like, let's let's go beyond ourselves, you know? I guess you could argue that in the history of human civilization, moving around and adaptation has been key. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so we had no one has been back and set foot on the moon, as far as we know, since that original mission to the moon where Neil Young and Buzz Aldrin sat down. Well, shall we tell everybody that today is the day? It was July 21st, yes, 1969. Today is the day yes, thank you. that that happened. Yes, uh, the anniversary of that. And uh, now it seems, Simi, that the world is preparing to go back to the moon. And there's expectation that someone will again walk on the moon within the next two or three years. Artemis II, uh, which we know has a Canadian on it, is going up and going around the moon. It's going to orbit the moon. Uh, but we also have planned moon travel from countries like India, China, South Korea, Japan, the United States. Getting crowded up there. I know. <laughs> I know. And there's a bit of concern with that, Simi, that it's like, okay, so the United States is talking about going with the intention of like exploration and all of this wonderful stuff that we've been talking about. But what if a country like China got there first and planted their flag and said, well, this is our space now and we've just claimed it and what are you going to do about it? So there's some concern there that we do need to like stay on top of this, you know? I can see that. Yes. Now we talk about shows that we watch and I'm just going to put this out there. Have you watched For All Mankind? Uh, No, but multiple people have told me that it's like one of the best shows on TV. It is. Okay. I, I, I believe that deep in my heart. I feel like it doesn't get enough attention. And it is about the fact that what if the space race never ended? Right. What if it kept going? What would that have looked like? And it is fascinating to see that you're talking about all the good things about human because Scott, as we know, is a real, he's a, he's a Pollyanna. He's a glass half full guy, but there's also a a darker side to fighting over that new territory, what it means, you know, and what that means and the dominance and all the other things of human nature that, that happens as a result of that. Yeah, certainly. Because there really is nothing to stop a country from just saying this is ours now. And what, what could the future of that be? But there is like sort of a, an accord that is being started. Uh, The United States is sort of helming it up and has started that. And several other nations like South Korea and Japan have signed on to a part of that. Like, we're going to do this thing together. But it's highly likely that in the next 
couple of years, the talk shifts away from, hey, Elon Musk is sending people to Mars, and we're back in a space race to do more than just land on the moon, but get there and really use it as a as a satellite space. Like from there, for, for what though? Well, to get to Mars, maybe we lay over on the moon and then we go to Mars from there, and then to go beyond. You know, once we've sort of taken would, over and would you do that? Would I go? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Not to the moon. Would you go to Mars? Yeah, I think I would. Really? Yeah, I think I would. Even after watching the Martian? I mean, he got back. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Are you a, a botanist at that level, at uh, Matt Damon's level? No, definitely not. <laughs> but if it came to the point that I was like, I had the option to go to Mars on something like that, and I was at that level, I think I definitely would do it. You wouldn't do it? Uh, probably not, no. Do you, another great space movie, I seem to be obsessed with these this morning, Interstellar. I love Interstellar. It's so great. Yeah. It's so great. And that to me is about like why we need to travel to space because it advances you so much as a civilization. Okay. I, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. We, everybody seems to be getting on board this right now. So you are of the mind that, yeah, spend the money, go. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Who knows what we're going to discover up there? All right, there you go. Scott's the adventurous kind. I'll be the one at home watching it on TV. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Scott. You got it. That is our Scott Chats. Would you go? Do you, do you love the space race? Oh, share your thoughts with us. Send me at cknw.com.